welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to this spirit-filled word by David Entry. When you catch a word, you have caught God. May you catch a word today that will cause God to change your story. Be blessed. In the book of Daniel chapter 10, the Bible said, An angel appeared to Daniel and said to Daniel, From the very first day you began to pray, your words were heard. It says that the angel said to me, Do not fear, Daniel, for from the first day you set your heart to understand and to humble yourself. Now, that, that phrase, humble yourself, is a metaphor. Another way of saying fasted, okay? So fasting is humbling yourself. So it says, from the first day you humbled yourself before your God, your words were heard. When did God begin to hear his words? From the very first day. Now, it took 21 days. 21 days later, an angel appeared. Yeah, Bible says on the 21st day of his fasting, said, but the prince of Persia um, withstood me 21 days. And behold, Michael, an, 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 an archangel, Michael, came to release me. Help me, for I have, I have been left alone there with the prince of, the kings of Persia. So 21 days later. But the prayers were heard. What am I trying to communicate? I believe today things have started changing. Yeah. yeah. Things have started changing for some. There are things that are about to happen in your life which you can tell. It will be traceable to not tomorrow. I mean tonight. In Acts chapter 27 that says, I perceive that this voyage will bring I perceive that this voyage will end with disaster and much loss. Not only of the cargo and ship, but also our lives. Paul said, I perceive that this voyage, this journey, I'm speaking as well as a prophet, that I perceive that this fasting journey, it will radically change people. It will radically deliver for somebody. No devil or hell no force of darkness will be able to stand. David said, who are you? Who is this Philistine? Uncircumcised Philistine. Who is defying the armies of God? And then David said in verse 45, that you come to me with fear and arrow, but I come to you in the name of the almighty God, whose armies you have defiled. Chariots! He said today, I will kill you. And sir, when you watch boxing, it takes some time. This one, he didn't take any time at all. He just took a stone and killed him. Took a go. And he gave a reason for killing him. He said, you because you have defied the armies of God. Who are you? And you've been doing it for one month. And everybody's afraid. The reason why Saul himself was afraid, verse 11... The reason why Saul himself was afraid was because he has walked in disobedience. And the spirit has left. God has rejected him already. That's why he was afraid. When Saul and all Israel had it, they were dismayed and greatly afraid. Saul, including Saul. That's why he was afraid. Because, you see, there are some things we can con- con- confront, not in our own strength. 
because there's, there's, David saw Goliath. Everybody was afraid by it. He saw, at the same account, it wasn't his personal strength. But you know, because the Holy Spirit was upon him, the Spirit of God has influenced his desires, his, his interpretation of life. So things that were risky, he didn't see it. He was, what is this? He wasn't in his normal sense. Because the hand of the Lord had come upon him. Tonight, I see an anointing coming upon him. David told the king that let nobody's heart faint him. Verse 32. Hey, David. He said, let no man's heart faint him because of these Philistines. David said to say, let no man's heart fail because of him. Who am I talking? Don't let your heart faint because of the things you are seeing. The negative stories you are hearing. The bad news you just heard. Let no one's heart fail him. He said, let no one's heart fail him. When you read Numbers chapter 13 verse 30, something similar happened when they were going to Canaan land. The people brought bad news. And Caleb and Joshua said, hey, if God said he'll give us, he'll give it to us. Then Caleb quieted the people. I like that. In other words, he said, shut up! Shut up! Stop that! Because the people were crying. Complaining, Moses, how can we go? How can God said, I'm taking you. But because of the negative things they've heard about the place, they haven't been there. The things they heard. Said, Shut up. And said, Let us go up. This is swift. Let us go up at once. You know, you are supposed to walk out of that relationship, break that relationship, but they are not sure. Maybe it's not God, it's God. And uh, you know, anytime you are praying, really, it comes very clear. Go up at once. End it at once before you lose your leg. In other words, your ability to walk normally. In the spirit, you are one-legged. And that's what the enemy is bringing. So let us go up at once and take possession for we are well able to overcome it. Yeah. Chapter 14, verse 8 and 9. Look at this. If the Lord delights in us, then he will bring us into this land and give it to us. A land which flows with milk and honey. Look at verse 9. Only do not rebel against the Lord. Nor fear the people of the land, for they are our bread. Hey, this sounds like the way David was talking. I said, but who is this? I'm just trying to draw attention. What is threatening you is a who is this? In this time of fasting, in a year of swift obedience, there are some things that you look at it from tonight. Whatever you've been afraid of, I prophesy, you will intimidate that thing. Is it regarding your job, regarding your marriage, your health? The devil is a liar. You will intimidate that thing. 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 In the name of Jesus. Who told you you will not be married? Who told you you will not get married? Intimidate that confession. Intimidate that suggestion and that announcement. The devil is a liar. Who told you you won't get a good job? Who told you you will fail? Intimidate that voice. Intimidate it. He said, let us go at once. If the Lord said, I'll give it to you, let us go. For if we have found favor before God, chapter 14, verse 9. Don't let us rebel against the Lord. And he says that, don't fear the people, for they are bread. Their protection has departed from them. And the Lord is with us. Do not fear them. Did you see that? He said, see, the thing you are afraid of, their protection has departed. And the Lord is with us. One of the things I saw between this language and David's language was that they gave the emphasis to the Lord. He said, this year, he said, the Lord is with us. That is the thing. If God be for us. 
That, that's the key. That's the key. That you, when we fast, we, 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 we engage the mercies of God. You are pulling God down into a situation. That is why you must have a purpose. You must write some things down this time of fasting. Write them down and tackle them in prayer. You have to deal with anything that's trying to deal with, is trying to deal with you. Deal with it in prayer. Tell that thing. I intimidate you. I curse you. I stop your advances. You will not proceed any further. Maybe you heard some news to, today and they are going to confirm it tomorrow. You declare tomorrow it will be otherwise. It will be different. It will be the way I want it. I declare. You see? You see? You see? Don't let things just happen. Especially in times of fasting. God has given you a blank check. Fill it in. Yeah. If somebody's heart should faint, it should be your enemy. If God is with you, then your heart shouldn't faint. The enemies, how can you be fasting and at the same time your heart, your heart is fainting? No, fasting and heart fainting don't go together. When you fast, you have transferred the faint to your enemy. Their heart will faint. So when, when the Israelites were coming to Jericho, Joshua chapter 2 verse 11, he said, the people's heart has fainted because we know God is with you. Their heart. It says that, and as soon as we heard of these things, our hearts did melt. Neither, uh, yeah, heart did melt. Neither did, uh, did there remain any more courage in any man because of you. Kai, for the Lord your God, he is God, oh, God in heaven above and in the earth beneath. God, this is your God who is with you. So David told King Saul, let no man's heart fail him because this one is nothing before God. He <laughs> said, David said, I don't know how never because your servant will go and fight with this. He was telling the king, the king was afraid. He said, me, I'm your servant. I'll go and fight with that guy. You know what the guy was doing? Armies, two armies, they were coming to fight. One on the hill, the other one on the hill. And then this, because the guy, when, they, when you look at the description of Goliath, he's very tall, he's very thick. And he was wearing bronze helmet. Bible even described as the, the weight of the spear, the head. You know, when that thing is heavy, when they throw it, the, the weight alone will kill you. Even if it doesn't have sharp edges, the weight is heavy and the beam is strong. And he was holding it. And then somebody else was standing in front of him holding his shield. So there's so much going for him. How can you fight with such a person? And you know what they do? He comes out to stand and he boast on verse 8. He said, let one of you, I need one person to come and fight me. So watch this. This is unfair because he's a giant. And he said, if I kill the one, then uh, I may have, you, are, you are all our servant. If the person kills me, then we will be your servant. He said, no, this is not fair. He came to determine the terms of the battle. Said, Let's all fight. Everybody's fight. Let's kill someone. But I said, no, 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 no fighting. One person should come and face me. Only one. Me versus the person. Whoever wins, the army has won. And, everybody, and for 30 days, he will come. He said, I defy the armies of Saul. That's his mistake. He thought it was the army of Saul. <laughs> that was his mistake. But you see, because Saul was so much into himself, that's why he offered the sac uh, sacrifice. Bible said, destroy all the Amalekites. He only destroyed everybody and then left the fat rams. He said, this one is good for sacrifice. What was good in his estimation? He kept those things so he can, he can use it for offering. For sacrifice. God says it. God is not interested in the sacrifice. He's more interested in the obedience. In the obedience. In the obedience. So Saul, you can tell, he's always thinking about his kingdom. And so he thought the soldiers were his. 
That's why. But David said, no, no, you have defied God's armies. It's, he said the armies of Saul. But David said, this is the army of God, the people of God. So he got God involved, push Saul aside, push himself aside. And he said, me, I'm just fronting for God. It's not me. I don't have. And it's, he wasn't even a soldier. Shepherd, but he left the sheep in the hands of a caretaker. That's also important. So David said that you have defied the armies. And when they were coming to fight, from verse 41, Saul went towards Goliath. He went towards like the way your challenges are trying to come towards you and confront you. He went towards David. And the Philistine said to David, uh, the Philistine came and began drawing near to David. He came, he started. And the man, and the man who bore the shield went before him. So he's walking and someone is holding the shield. But meanwhile, he said, come and fight me. So what is the other man doing over there? 42 says, and when the Philistine looked about and saw David, he, he looked down at him. He was just a small boy. That's so good. When people underestimate you, your enemy has underestimated what God can do through you. Yeah. I heard someone say this, that Goliath was so surprised when David hit him. Because nothing like that has ever entered his head. The thing sank straight into his head. So, at verse 3. And the Philistine said to David, Am I a dog that you come before you? And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. So he looks like he's a normal guy, but he also has some gods behind him. The next verse. And the Philistine said to David, Come to me, and I will give your flesh the best. I won't even fight you, I'll hold you. And the best will eat you out. This tiny thing you are coming to fight me. I'll give it to the best. And then the beast of the field. Then look at the next verse. Then David said to the Philistine, you come to me with a sword and a spear. That's why this fasting will change your story. I said, that's why this fasting will change your story. That's why this fasting will change your story. If you believe in shout, yes, Lord. You come to me with a sword and a spear and with a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defiled. I am coming to you in his name. Say, I come to you. All challenges in my life, I face you tonight in the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus, you are coming down. Oh, my enemy, you are coming down. Oh, my challenges, you are coming down because I come to you tonight in the name of the Lord, in the name of Jesus. Now, now. In the name of the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. He said, that, look, David, David, David. You see, that's where you got it wrong. You have personalized it. You think it's your education, your beauty, your contacts. That will work. And the way you, you've solved a lot of problems by yourself, but not this one. This case, you are going, that's why we are fasting. There are people who see the reason why they fast. You let them go in their own name. But we are going in the name of the Lord. Look at the next verse. This day, who? 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 Not David. The Lord will deliver you in, uh, into my hand and I will strike you and take your head from you. Ah! So I said, I will do the striking, but it's the Lord who has given. If God hasn't given it to me, I can't do anything. He said, God, 
God will give you to me and I'll strike you and I'll take your head off. What? A small boy. And this day, I will give your carcasses, the carcasses of the camp of the Philistines to the best of the air and the wild beasts of the earth. Why? So that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel and not just that, and not just that. David, 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 he had insight. He saw problem, but he had a stronger insight about the problem. And look at the next verse. It says that then all this assembly, people in church, when you share your testimony, they will see that. Ah. So that this pastor was saying is really true. All this assembly shall know that the Lord does not save with so it doesn't matter what you don't have. If you have God, you'll be fine. I said, it doesn't matter what you don't have, girl. Boy, it doesn't matter what you don't have. If you have God, you'll be fine. And this night, this fasting, we are calling on God to intervene, to get involved so that you can face the situation in the name of God. And you will say, God is on my side. God is on my side. God is on my side. You see David's insight? You see David's insight? Before he even threw anything, he defined whose battle it is. The battle is the Lord's. And he will give you into my hands. You define the terms, but God is in charge of the victory. God is, you define the terms, God determines who wins. And he said, this day God will give, make me the winner. So that you will know that the spear, the arrow, the javelin, the height, all those things, it doesn't matter. I believe that you have to take advantage of this fasting. In the next 10 minutes, we want to pray. Address the Goliath in your life. And don't go in your name. Call on the name of the living God. That God, show your power. Glorify your name. This thing should be, it's, it's not meant to be in my life. In, in the name of Jesus, the God of courage, I pray that you descend. I pray that you intervene. Somebody, feel free, wherever you can kneel or you want to stand, begin to pray. Begin to pray and call on the name of the Lord of, of hosts. The Lord of hosts, the Lord of Israel, the Lord, the God of courage, to fight for you in this marital issue, in this financial situation, in this case in front of you. Thank you for listening to this message by David Entry. When God speaks, works show, and the works will surely show in your life. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and subscribe to Caris Church on YouTube. Don't forget to share and subscribe to our podcast so you're always up to date. Be blessed.